<laughs> All right, Shavuot Daf Lamed. We're starting a new da- a new parak today. Shavuot uh, Dude, it starts out talking about um, our Daf is going to have two main discussions. Um, the first one is going to extend like two thirds down the first Amud, which is uh, women and, and Adus. Why women putter from Adus? How do we know that? Or why women can't give Adus? They can in certain circumstances, but in general, for the most part, they don't. Um, where do we get that from? Where, where do we get that from? Anybody know? The way it was used as a far, you mean? Yeah, how do we know that women can't serve as eating? Okay, we're going to see. So we're going to see that. Um, I thought I had a guess I would have said Zaman Grama, but I'm just going to... Uh-huh. It's not Zaman Grama, though. Yeah, no. Right. Yeah, yeah, but... Yeah, it's, that's it's almost my fallback. That's, also, yeah. that's my go-to. <laughs> yeah, um, and the second topic is going to be just standing, standing and sitting during adus, uh, and and while you're while you're presenting your um, your case, not as a witness but as a litigant. Uh, uh, that's going to be the, kind of the topic. Like um, the pasuk says, "Vam do." You have to stand. Is it talking about the litigants? Talking about the aiding yeah. the witnesses? Yeah, that's kind of the topic. So um, our. Gemara, our Gemara's so discussion of if women should stand, if it, our Gemara here is discussing um, the obligation of women, it's going to have three brightot, and that's going to be the first chart here, three brightot. It's going to have a first teaching in the brightot, there's going to be a lack in the first teaching, and then you're going to bring a second teaching. That's okay, in each brightot. Okay, let's jump in. So we're talking about Shvada Edut, and that's just uh, a, lot of, a lot of introductions here, but whatever. Um, the first source here on our source sheet, this is we're talking about verse 1. If someone knows testimony, they saw something happen, and um, they, they can't withhold their testimony, and if they say that they don't know, they have to come and uh, come and give a shvua that they that they have that they didn't that they don't know uh, again this this piece doesn't talk about shogeg uh, it doesn't talk about shogeg remember that the the punishment the punishment for this is a korban olevi because it's in this in this discussion here for olevi oret sliding scale offerings but it doesn't mention anything about shogeg the other two mention shogeg so from here we learned down if you remember like we learned out that even bemezi you have to bring a, a, a sliding scale you can bring a sliding scale offering for shwade do <coughs> no makot, even for Mason. It's no makot, right. no. That's and for, for That's Shogeg, your pator. Right, right, right. Oh. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Shvadei dude, no hege ba'anashim velo manashim. Okay? Um, because women aren't obligated to give testimony. Rechokim velo bekrobim. Bekshirim velo besulim. There's a kashin, there's an apostle. What does Rashi say? Krovim, sulim, they do, right? Besulim. They can't be adim, right? So, obviously, if they can't be adim, they're not going to give shvat do. It's clear. Bekshirim lo besulim. People are puzzled. They also, um, like someone who's a, who's a thief or a robber, they also uh, don't, doesn't apply to them. You know, it could have basically just said, like, who does who does testimony apply to or not? And that then you would know who, who has to give shvat do. You know, elaborating that eid, bifnei beitin. Only those who are who are able to maybe before, who come before beitin. Um... Okay, the Gemara is going to explain that. Rashi says, so we'll wait for that. So if you're not in front of Bastin, you can get, you can do this from oneself. So in your, if you're adjured by other people, or if you give testimony in yourself, you have to do it. Um, 
you have to ain chavim achik for bebeitin. You have to do it in front of beistin. Yeah, so it's weird, right? Shalobifne beistin, mipiatz mo piacharim ain chavim achik for bebeitin. You have to bring them back to beistin, and they have to again uh, re- rehash their, t- their their statement that re- to repeat right. their statement that er, repeat their shvua and say I didn't I don't know any edus. That's the very Rabbi Meir. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. So what's the machlokit here? It looked. I thought it was the same. They're just repeating it. It says here. Isn't that? Huh. Okay. Doesn't look like to me. It doesn't look like there's a mafalfi. Yeah. Am I right? Am I reading this wrong? Yeah, no, no. I skipped that when I read it. Let's read it again. Um. Bifne based. Asherin le bifne based. We should love bifne based in. We piatzmo. We pecharim. In chavim atchifur le based in. We piatzmo. We pecharim. Inan chavim atchifur behem based in. Maybe he's saying he doesn't add the first part, so that'll be for me based in. Yeah, but that's implied. Because then you have to come until you're in front of them. Sure, let's see if Rashi says anything. Bifne based in. Oh, that's that's how you have to read this, sorry. Bifne based in. Elaborate period. That's the time I comment. Keep going. Bifne based in. Bifne based in. In front of a based in, oh, either, yeah, ah, bifne based in, b'shelob bifne based in. Okay, what is Chachamim saying? We b'bein bifne so b'bein in achavim achik for my based in. Still, it's kind of unclear. So, what's right? What are Chachamim saying that you don't need it? Um, like you, can, you only can do it bifne based in. I don't know. Let's just see Rashi here. Maybe I'm sure he taps on it. Okay, so your mayor holds you can do it piatzmo also. Chutz the based in. How do you learn that? Yeah. I don't know. Not clear. All right, let's wait till we get to the Gemara. I guess to deal with that. I don't want to take too much time. Let's just see if there's anything on that here. This is not liable until they deny knowledge of the thing. Oh. Oh, okay. That's it. Uh, we're reading this wrong. Okay. Bifne atzmo, we still bifne atzmo. Bifne, is it? Bifne based in, we still bifne based in, we piatzmo. Comma. 
Okay. Bifnei beistin, v'shelo bifnei beistin, bifiat smo. Bipiacharim, including that you can be beistin. Right? So, um, you can do bifnei beistin, v'shelo bifnei beistin, bifiat smo. And bifnei acharim, including that you can be beistin. Ah, acharim requires beistin by itself, before or not. So, yourself, it's either... Yourself, you don't need... Someone else. You don't need to get... It requires beistin. Okay, okay. That's... Okay. That's Okay. So Chachamim differs only in the fact that either yourself or others you require based in. The mayor yourself doesn't, yeah. and uh, others does. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. So you're chayav on the zdon ashvua, the al shgiyakayim zdon ashvua. So we mentioned again, there's no ne'elam in this pasuk. So you're chayav on the zdon ashvua. That's clear. It's talking about zdon, like intentional. And then if that's added on to shgiyakayim zdon ashvua, then that would still be liable because there's a shogeg with the zdon. Um, but uh, yeah, so Rashi says, korban." So you're shogeg on the korban, but you know that you, you know that you have a dude. You don't know what you don't even know that there was a korban. So there's a shogeg aspect. You're still high up, but if it's completely shogeg, you're pator. So it says, "My um, right." So that's because the pasuk doesn't talk about shogeg. It talks about me. It doesn't mention shogeg. It doesn't mention neilam. So if you haven't, you have zadon. It has an aspect of shogeg, and that also. And also, you're still high up. But if it's completely shogi, you're not high up. Yeah. Okay, that's clear because it's in the whole, whole category, the whole area of sukima deal with korbano leviyored. Okay, mina hanemile. What what are we talking about? We mentioned a lot of things in that Mishnah, right? There's there's krovin, there's psulim. So Rashi comes in and helps us. Also, Gemara it's very clear. Mina hanemile. Um, that's our topic. A man walks into a bar. That's very. A man walks into a bar. You know, like, this right. is how you start off. Okay, you're already, you're a yeah. step ahead. Okay, yeah. good. What's the source? The Tanar Banan. This is really important to kind of read this pasuk here inside. Um, okay, the var is a source too. Lo yakum so you can't have one one aid. Right? You can't have one aid. You have have, always have to have two witnesses. And then it comes and says, There's there's Gemara to deal with this. Why one, then two, all these things. But it says, According to two edim, make your mind, two or three. Whatever. We're not talking about that here. But um, it's going to discuss that in other places. But um, nevertheless, you see... Based on two witnesses uh, that you 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 can you can um, the testimony works. Now this is important. So this is the this is like the this is the linchpin aspect of the pasuk that that they're going to be going back and forth on. Um, if that's the right word, but this is the this is the part that's kind of like controversial. When it says "vamdu shneha anashim," who's it talking about? Who are these two people? You would think the Adam, yeah. Yudzayin. Yeah, because you have two, two, right? But 
you could, I think the simple reading of the Pasuk is talking about the litigants, right? It says, Vamdushnan Ashim, Ashelehem Arif. Those who had a fight, right? right? That's the simple reading of the Pasuk, right? The two involved. Right? Two involved yeah. with the fight. Lifnei Hashem, Lifnei Akonim, Shatim, Ashelehem, Ashelehem, but Ashua Shatim, Eitev, Ina Ed Sheker Ahed, Sheker Ina Beachiv, Asitim Lo Kashem. So it's actually, it's not so clear in the continuation of the Pasuk, though, talking about being an Ed Sheker Ahed. So it's not so clear, but when you simply read it, Vamdushnan Ashim, Ashelehem Arif, that seems pretty clear. It's talking about the litigants. Um, so that's going to be like the, the, the discussion here. Are these Shnei Ha'idim, Shnei Anashim, are these Adim or are these litigants? If they're, and, and it's, this is relevant because we have a different, different aspects here. It says, um, it says Anashim. So men and not women. It says Va'amdu. They have to stand. So it's relevant. Are we talking about the witnesses or are we talking about the litigants? So that's... That's going to be um, kind of like important going on going forward, and we have the idea of shnei shnei, which I highlighted, which that's exera shava. So mm-hmm. even if you can't prove that shnei, I, the second part of the pasuk shnei anashim is talking about uh, the eight the witnesses, uh, we're going to fall back on this exera shava of shnei shnei, gotcha. where it's a shnei edim shnei anashim that must be shnei edim also. So is that why um, it had to say shnei and then shalosh? Like, yeah, no, I forget. Or, or that's, that's, that's a different. A lot of drushes on that. Oh, just, okay. I'm just forgetting them now, but there's a lot on so that. More like than two, two and three. Yeah. No, you need yeah, a tiebreaker no, for that. There's, I mean, there are like several on that. I will look it up. But I forget it though. <laughs> um, all right. So, but it's what's going to be important though is we, it's still difficult though. Let's say you say I'm douchean and she's talking about adim. It's still difficult. What's Asher lehem arif? Right, who have the fight. Maybe it's who are dealing with the fight. It's still the shot, really. You is. could, if you want to really, you know, you could think that there's a disagreement that, that there's two. That the eight are in disagreement. And they're, in, they're not in agreement. Yeah. But then that, That's, because you need, that, that you, makes you, you need two who say the same thing. But they're saying here, even if they are, they can, it works. So. So, so that could refer to them, because if you have two that they have a disagreement. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's, that's, that's getting it's a hard read, though, because that's, yeah. Okay. But, so the Gemara is going to say, um, put a Vav in there in that space. Okay. okay. That's why I put a space there, actually, here. All right, so that, we have a little background. Let's go in now. Oh, you, okay, so that's clear to you. It's talking about Edim. Atamar Beidim, we know Ela Be'baleidinim. Kiyomer Asherlehem Ariv, Hari Baleidinim. Whoa, that's our whole problem, right? So they're 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 on the assumption that Ashelam Ariv. That's talking about a second entity, which we could ask. There's no vav there, so why are you assuming that? It's not so clear, and the Gemara is actually going to pick up on that. So this is how I know that the the um, the it must be with men and not with women, because it's talking about Hanashim. And when it's, when it's relating to, to Adim. So women can't be uh, Adim. Now, they're going to bring another Lima. Yunashachalamar, if you want. So here's our first answer. How do I know? That, here's the first teaching, the first right. How do I know that women can't be Adim? Um, it says, Shnei Anashim. And that's men. 
two men come to to uh, court, not women. Now we're gonna have a second teaching now. Shane, uh, Shane, right? Um, oh, oh, and this is teaching is learned out from Shane man. It's learned out from Shane um, is one, and number two is Shayla Henry, right? So Shayla Marie, this is the this is the litigants, and this is the witnesses, right? Okay. So we have two entities in the pursuit. The two entities in the pursuit. First one is Shayla Hashim. Shayla Marie, um, that's another entity. And in relation to this one, it's the Shayla Hashim. Um, uh, they are men, because they're men. So, so it's not women. Now. We brought a second pursuit that taught us again that the, um, this is all based on about two shnei anashim. It taught us that these shnei anashim are are witnesses from from another place. This, you know, we have shnei, we have shnei um, beginning of the pursuit says shnei edim, shnei edim, and then this one must mean shnei uh, shnei anashim must mean also edim, and it's men, not women. So so. We either learn it from the continuation of the Pasuk or from Xerah Shabbat, right? This is Shnei, and this is from an earlier Shnei. Okay. I mean, does Asher Lahem, Harif, suggest that women can't have standing to bring a case? For as Bali Dinim? Asher Lahem. Well, that's, that's, that's another part. Yeah. It's not talking about Anashim. Shnei Anashim. They come. Again, this is talking about litigants. It's talking about witnesses. No, no. Yeah, but he's saying the litigants could also be men, right? They, they, could, they could be men or women. It does the same thing by Hanashim there. Lohemma. Hemma. Hemma. Every time. Oh, it's so does it mean, that, does it mean women can't have standing? Together. No, if you wanted to. Maybe because could, it doesn't explicitly say Hanashim. Hanashim. It just yeah, says Hem is. Hem could include men or women. Well, if it's both, right. Yeah. If, it's, it's if, it's, if it's a group. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying on their own, maybe they don't have standing to bring a case. No, no. Yeah. I don't think you can learn that off. I think. Here when it's, when it says not assume specifically, that's pretty clear. That it's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. But here, that's not such okay. Yeah. Exactly. It's good to know that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> for future planning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, let's do it again. I'll just. Yes, I'll call Okay. So my mash. Now they're gonna ask on the brisa. This is now we finished the brisa. It's the first brisa, and now the the gemara is gonna ask on the brisa the question. It's gonna ask my mash why? Why did you have to bring a second one? You know, whenever they bring a second one, oftentimes because the yeah, first one's not enough. Right, right. You know, you ever find somebody like trying to explain himself so much? Well, I mean, oftentimes you explain or yourself. you learn something else out. Yeah. Keep. Mm. So the difficulty in the first teaching is, um, it's it's not clear. These are two entities, right? Two separate. Or two um, distinct, right? Right. Why is that? Because there's no vav. Yeah, there's no vav. It's not. We have um, shnei, and you have asher lehemariv. This could easily. This could easily be talking about one entity, about baledini. Right, so when I, your assumption that there's like a, just a space here, that he's talking about two separate, two separate entities, it's not so clear. He's talking about one entity. He's talking about the Bali Dinu. 
and and therefore it's not. I don't have a clear proof there from Adim. You can you can only have men. You you can only have men. Um, it doesn't say not clear. These are two separate entities. Maybe this is one. This is all one. Uh, Cool. Okay, good. Do I think about that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. So each one we're gonna have a lot. So when you have a, you could either say they're two separate things. I think this is less convincing. Actually. They say that they're two separate things. It's less convincing. I agree. It doesn't flow. No, no. There's no reason to read it any other way. There is a reason because when you keep going on the passage. No, no. I'm saying. Right, it, at, at, its, at the moment, but you at have the to moment. Then, when you're reading that verse, correct. It's like this is all about the literature. Correct. And therefore, because there's good indi- there's indication that you might be talking about the litigants, you have a proof that's talking about Adim, um, which would exclude women, you have to go to another source to learn at the Shneanashim that's excluding women. And you learn that from Shani in an earlier pursuit. That teaches you that the Shneanashim is talking about Adim, and then from there you exclude the women. Why, why wouldn't you also use this to to make them a deem in this case? Why? Well, since you have this, I mean, why, yeah, I mean, since you have the Gezer Shava here, you're we using do. it to exclude yeah, women, but couldn't you also use it to, in the first teaching, to make sure that they're witnesses, that they're a deem? Because it's a shnei deem, and the shnei and shnei should also be Right, but it's also... I don't know. I, I'm just saying. I don't know. It seems to me like since you're using the well, you could use the Gezer Shava in two ways, right? Um, you well, could, you yeah. could use it, right? Because you're saying you're using. I guess instead of going backwards, you could use it going forwards. We're using it to say. Well, we're going for. We, what, would the, what was the first thing? What would it teach in the second? Aside from the, the that it's the top. That's the topic is eight. And what else would it teach you? That the Anashim hear eighteen and not the. Yeah, uh, that's what we're doing. Oh, yeah, that's what we do. We need the second teaching that teaches that the Shnei Hanashim are Adim. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, so the Shnei teaches is Adim, and therefore I learned it's Anashim, with uh, the Adim are only for Anashim. So then you can disregard the first. Teaching. Yeah, it's really okay. Like, I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't. Yeah, it's really like um, this is Shnei Adim number one, right? This is the first pasuk, mm-hmm. and you have uh, um, uh, what is it? Shnei Hanashim. Then you have um, Shalemari. So the first view wanted to connect these. Wanted to say that these are two separate things, right? These are right. These are two separate things, and this is talking about Adim. This is how we learn it. The other, but that doesn't work because we're talking all one thing about Adim. So this isn't clear. That's Adim. So then we go backwards. We say there's a place that talks about Adim there. Mm-hmm. This must be talking about Adim. From each one, if it's talking about it's talking about Adim. So finally, you come to separate it because of altogether, you have to separate the last two, Ashelahem Arib. Yeah, you, you must separate it because how else could you explain the first, first and the second yeah, being? Yeah. Or it's not. Or really, these are connected, but we have a limu from Xereshova that we can learn out something else also. I don't know if it means that's the topic of the puzzle. I don't know. Maybe we can learn out from Xereshova a special limu. I don't know, but then you have to say that the, the women also yeah. should be excluded from being mm-hmm. Baladin, and that's difficult. So I guess maybe right. that's true. Maybe from Xerah Shah, we establish that Pasuk's talking about Eden. Yeah. That's, that's how we're going to keep going. We're going to bring a Limud. We're going to say this excludes women, but there's a lack in that Limud, then we're going to go back always to this. The Bishnei didn't teach about the Shnei Hashim, that excludes women. It's like two steps, two step process. 
one is thrown into that, it's talking about eighty. From there, it's talking about Anashim, that excludes women from, from eighty. So that's going to be the there. Okay. I'm surprised nobody learns out or that they don't have standing as litigants from that. But yeah. Well, I think it's uh, it's difficult to say that because if women get um, inf- they they suffer some sort of infliction or, or damage, you're gonna say that they don't have any rights to. to no, no, I know, but I'm just saying. That I think that's like s- gonna. I agree with you. I just think that's like in pra- we're gonna see they're gonna discuss that okay. a little bit. Like in practice on the ground, it's hard to say that because women come to paste in and I don't know. It's, okay. I don't know. Yeah, that would, that would be a huge. Yeah, like any yeah, so women don't. Have, I don't think yeah, I think that's like hard to say that. Let's see. Yeah, so I would to be exclude a, them as Adenium, Yeah. It'd be like putting them in second class. Less, it's less, uh, it's, it's exclusionary, but it's less damaging. It's not, like a, right. woman, a woman whose property is damaged, she has no claim in court. I mean, that's like, right. that's not, I mean, to be doing Ed, that's one thing, to, to, to not, to have your property damaged and have no right to, to, that'd be like saying they can't forget. Yeah. yeah, right. That's like, those are really different, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not saying that they're both. I'm not saying one couldn't be uncomfortable with either of them. It's all joking aside to know that a woman couldn't be aiding could lead to all kinds of yeah. nefarious. Yeah. I mean, really, when you think about it. Like, oh yeah, if there's like... They can't, yeah, I mean, they can't be with her. I mean, if you yeah. do a crime, you would seek out. I, I'm just... Yeah, yeah, I hear that. That's also a... Yeah. Seems yeah. strange. Yeah. But... Um, yeah. I don't know. There's a lot, a lot written on that topic of yeah. why why originally they weren't allowed to be, and in which cases they are. Um, it's uh, it's always a, kind of comes up. If you kill all the men, you get off scot free because yeah. there's no witnesses. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Um, so here's the second part. Okay, Tanya Ida. Oh, here. Sorry. My. So that's that's what they're going to say. So this again, these are two separate things. Why are these two separate things? Why are these two separate things? Because this can't be talking about. This, this is this is talking about Adim, this is talking about Paladin. Why? If this is all one entity, it couldn't be that only two people come at the same, two two litigants come to the court. Maybe there's cases where several litigants were harmed. Someone came and damaged someone's, someone vandalized someone's business, and there's multiple owners of the business. So several owners come to the court. So it can't be that you're limiting this whole discussion to two people. Well, it can't be talking about it can't be talking about litigants because you're limiting it to two people. Um, but cases, there's so many cases on the ground that don't only deal with two litigants; deal with multiple litigants. So it must be that it's talking about the first part, talking about eating. So if you say um, Shnei equals Shelahem Ariv, that's difficult. Sorry. Well, Shnei Adam. If six people witness something, do you not ask all six to testify? Or you only no, get two. No, deals with this. He says, "Avabeidim ari ati shaper to orcha de milta de kivana sagi de lo tagi betray de lo ati Meaning, if you already know that there's two, not everybody ha- not everybody has to come. But if there's a case where there's a, you already have two, you might not have to come. But if there's um, a case where there's litigants, all the litigants come. So okay." 
Anyway, so if you say Shnei equals Shalei Mori, it's difficult. Why is it difficult? Uh, because often more than two litigants. Right? Often more than two litigants. So then I'm back to saying that Shini Shnei Hanashim doesn't equal Asher Lehem. And then, it, then it's what? It's it's 18. And that's litigants. So I'm back to saying that's litigants, and usually have less less witnesses than litigants, so it works out. Um, and so that's how we learn out that Shnanashim and Shnanashim is men and not, not women. Mm-hmm. I was a little bit surprised. Like, let's say if you have a testimony, don't you always have to bring your testimony? I guess not. I mean, in a court case, it's secular court. If secular court, you're not called up, you don't, you don't have to come and volunteer testimony, do you? In a court, mm-hmm. do you? Yeah. You have to step up. You know. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. no only once you're summoned, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. You can volunteer. They look yeah. Like, but yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, what Tosfos says. They can find a sagi betrayed to lo atutfei, but ba'im ladin kol In general, mo- all and they have an interest. You know, someone who who is damaged, or they're being, or they're being, uh, uh, or being um, accused of something. They have an interest to come. So a lot of baledinim come. Adim, not as many come because whatever. Um, so that's that. Meaning, litigants are only two and not three. And nevertheless, we bring the same second teaching here. We say, if you want, though, Shani, Shani, the early one talks about, sorry, the early one talks about. Adin, and then that we can learn on to, to this one, Zereshava. So again, why do we need Zereshava? I have this great limu. I say it's not so great. There's a problem with it. And so they're going to say, it. here's the problem. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. So, um, Oh, um, it could be. This isn't that. You could. This isn't that strong. But you could have say that um, again. So you're saying. There's often more than two litigants, right? Often more than two litigants, so this Shnei Anashim has to be talking about Adim, but there's more. So you could say, uh, it is, this does equal, Shnei Anashim does equal Asher Lehemarif. Right? And it's talking about the minimum amount. Amount of litigants. So it's not talking about what happens on the ground. The mold, it doesn't only have to have two. But it's talking about a minimal amount, the baller. It's a, I think that, that's a good read of the pussy, right? It's talking about what commonly happens. Asher, that they had the fight. I mean, what's the problem? X versus Y. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, it's not saying it's talking about it. Yeah. So I think it's, that, that's their problem with it. Again, 
I think that Gemara is having trouble with this. We're trying to read it as aiding Hashem, but the Pshat reads differently. Mm-hmm. Pshat reads differently. Um, it's not clear they're two separate entities. It's not clear that it's um, only two. It's only two. Could we talking about what happens on the ground with litigants? So. That's the concept. That's what I was saying. A man walks into a bar. I was saying that it's like it's just a construct that you're setting up mm-hmm. that two people have a fight and you have mm-hmm. two witnesses who saw it. It doesn't mean it had to be two people having a fight. Like it, it could be three. It could yeah, be, exactly. You're just saying exactly. Lamushal, exactly. You have two people had a exactly. You know, yeah. it doesn't mean only when two people have a fight. Exactly. This is how we do it. Yeah, yeah I right? agree with you. I don't. I don't think. I agree with that. I think the Gemara feels that. That's why they keep bringing Zereshava to cover their kind of kind of cover yeah, their yeah. tracks as if. Now Tanya Idaf. Here's the third one. Okay. So, okay. So, again, we want to say can't equal can't equal a shalem or why? Because women come to court. Women come to court. Otherwise, you have a problem where women, you know, it's, like, it's like a certain, like, you can say, well, women, women come or can be 80. I don't know, but you can't, you just logically can't say it. You can't logically say it because in the, on the ground, women come to court, maybe on the ground, or, or and you would up, you, you would, it would be upheaval to all of, like, a, a property rights or whatever. Women have, would have absolutely no, so you can't say that. Meaning, um, women are litigants. So clearly, this was written after Slavkin, Matla, without Slavkin. Yeah, after I mean, like you said, you're talking about there's no property rights, but not Slavkin. That was all based on that, right? They were asking for yeah. more chalik. property. Yeah, yeah, like what yeah. we don't get chalik, you know? Yeah, or like whatever. Let's say a woman gets the nine property. Let's say she gets damaged. She gets, no, no, she gets hurt. I mean, we understand that to be that is the case. Loss. They have rights, and yeah. <coughs> yeah, it says that if she were a litigant, she could designate an agent to represent her. Mm. Oh, that's a little confounding. If she were a litigant, yeah, then she could designate an agent to represent her in court. Uh huh. I mean, that's that's a th- that's asking on this this assumption that she couldn't. So that's the question about standing. Is there a concept that they don't have standing? I mean, of course they that she would have to rep- ask an agent to represent her. She could. I mean, she wouldn't have. Uh, could a man? Uh, well, it's a she. Let's let's keep going. We'll see. Um. They come to din. So, bottom line is, women are litigants too. So, it must be talking about that the uh, um doesn't equal shelahem. Sorry. If you want to say this, um, you, yeah. Sorry. The problem with this is this is the difficulty. Women are litigants, so. So then you say, bottom line is that this this does not equal this, and this is talking about eating, right? Okay. Um. Okay. So v'im nafshechalamar kanchne sheni v'malahan sheni malahan beidim afkan beidim ma im nafshechalamar v'chitim asher isha lav orcha mishum kokhuda ba melach pima. So again, you could say, you could easily say, 
that this is talking about um, Shnanashim. Sorry. It's talking about Ashelahim Ariv, right? This is all talking about. Yeah, it's all talking about um, one topic, right? You can say the beginning, Shnanashim, talking about Shalem Ariv. Um, but, the, but it's not talking, not saying women are excluded, it's just talking about the way of the world. The women aren't, don't naturally come to court. And they, they could send an agent for them. But, it, but it's not saying that they're excluded from it. Meaning, it's the same, same thing we saw before. That's good, Michael. Is that good? Meaning, before we said, you can't say that this is talking about, these are the same topic, it's all talking about litigants, because women are litigants too, and you're excluding them. You're saying, oh, maybe it's just talking about the way of the world, or women oftentimes don't come. It's not saying it's exclusionary. It's exclusionary. Not excluding the women. It's just saying, we're talking about Shnanashim, we're talking about what happens on the ground. Men usually come. And women will send a, an agent yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they're busy taking <coughs> Whatever, whichever. No, that's impl- That's no. This is not trite. Uh-huh. If, if they're making the comment that they don't say a man says well, no, an agent, they're saying a woman. There's another aspect to it. It's, it's what it's the pasuk they actually bring here. This is the, this is the understanding of women's like kind of like roles within society at the time. It says, mm-hmm. All the kavod of a woman is to be. Not exposed to not be to not be out there to be kind of like more tsanua more yeah, yeah. more behind the scenes not necessarily about family here it's no, not, no. this is another understanding of sure. what's so you could have said that the shnei is not excluding women but it's saying it's it's talking about the way of the world and really women are involved as baledinim um, so so you could read it as baledinim so therefore you need another pasuk to say it's talking about edim. Okay, cool. So we finished those. And the bottom line is, um, it's the free need of the Pashini Shini. Um, the bottom line is, bottom line is that um, women can't, are an A-deem, and it's learned out from the Xera Shava. And there's a possibility to learn out in different ways. One is to say that, um, <coughs> one is to say that these are two separate things. Just to say that. Those are two separate aspects. We said that was a little bit less convincing because there's no vav. Another one was to say um, that shneanashim um, that baledinim, um, the first baledinim are usually more than two. So it can't be talking about that. It's talking about edim, and then we said that there's some difficulty with that because if we're talking about just the way of the world, that oftentimes two come. Same thing here. We said shneanashim um, is talking about. Uh, Baledinim. It can't, it, it, it can't be talking about Baledinim because women are also litigants. It's, no, it's talking about the way of the world that women aren't, don't always come as litigants. Therefore, we always need the Gzera Okay. In other words, you keep coming back to the Gzera Shabbat. Yeah, because it's not, we have that lack in right. the, second, the second column. Okay. Yeah. But nevertheless, that's the bottom line. Okay. Um, okay, so here are, um, okay, so we're going to have here. Um, about some discussion a little bit about the stand, how the how the litigants stand. Okay. Tanurabam dushnei anashim mitzvah la which is interesting, right? From the pasuk it says dushnei <laughs> anashim. The Gemara is assuming this is a brighter right now. The brighter is assuming that it's talking about baledini. It says mitzvah la baledini shiamdu. It's not talking about edin. So it's like after all that. It's, uh, yeah. Marv Yehuda shemati shi imratzulo shivet shnei hemoshivim. 
right? So Rabbi Yehuda said, if you want both of them to sit, they can sit, right? So, so how does he understand the pasuk v'amdu anashim? So he says, "Ezu asur." What's asur? What's what do you? In which case do we have to stand? Shaloya echad omev echad yoshev. Echad medaber kotzuk echad lo katzered varacha. Meaning, Rabbanan, the Tanakama holds that. Um, yeah, one second. Um, this is not, that's another muffler. Okay, the Tanakama holds that um, it says It's talking about uh, litigants, and they have to stand all the time. Right, Mary says, uh, is this who's the other opinion? Uh, Rabbi Huda. Uh, Rabbi Huda disagrees, and he says, if they want to sit them down, they can sit down. They don't have to stand the whole time. But when do they have to stand? You can't have one sitting and one standing. What's the reason? Because if one's standing, it's like he's getting, he has more, you're, you might be giving him more weight, more right. standing, right. yeah. <laughs> so you can't do that. You can't have one, or one talk, you say, you speak, you know, don't, don't, you're speaking way too much. And you let the other person talk for 20 minutes. And it happens in class. Like, right, right, you know, right, well, teacher, I mean, you, aren't you calling on me? You're always calling on that person, you know. Or why are you giving me, why are you giving me the, why are you giving that person favor, or showing that person favor? But this has implications, I think, more than just the physical standing. It has to do with how they represent their view. That yeah. You, you shouldn't give one weighted. Yeah, one exactly. should be weighted. Yeah, yeah, totally. Right? Yeah. That's why I mentioned cla- in the classroom right? where you're, like, calling on one person all the time. You're not calling the other person. Right. That's not proper. You know, you have to get right, everybody. Right, right. Yeah. That's the same thing. So, meaning it's not that they always have to stand. So, it could be like, why, it's not that they always have to stand, but rather, it's not, that, it's not about like the, the, the uniqueness of, the, of, the, of the, um, the moment where everybody stands. It's more about the fairness. Right. You can't have one person stand, one person stand. But Chachamim disagree with that. Okay. That's one, that's one bright. Another bright. This is another. So all, so far, all we had is bright. It's like interesting, right? Here's another bright. And this bright is going to be about, again, it's the same topic about standing. It's interesting. They learn the same limud out this brayta from another pasuk, from Batzedek Tishpot Amitech. You have to be, you have to do, uh, give, uh, deliver judgment in righteousness, in a, in a righteous judgment. So, yeah. So you do it in a way that not one standing, one sitting. You have to do it in a righteous way. Which is it's interesting to point out that they don't learn this out from Vam Dushne Anashim, right? So maybe they hold that that pasuk is talking about um, talking about aiding and not about balaidin. Therefore, they have to bring a whole other pasuk to learn this out. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, okay. Davar uh, acher. This is the same brayta. But tzedek tishbolam itecha. Every danech chaver chalikavshut. Learn learn merit upon your your friend. It says but tzedek tishbolam itecha. Do it. Learn learn amitecha. Um, your friend. Learn on uh, learn. Review your friend um, through righteous eyes and try to learn merit upon them. It's not just about Baladini. So Tani Rav Yosef is going to talk about this a little bit, about learning merit. Tani Rav Yosef. So it says, Amitecha. Learn, if you understand Amitecha, Amitecha is talking about learning merit upon your friend. So it says, Dafka Amitecha. And what's Amitecha? Your friend in Torah Mitzvahs. So other people who aren't in Torah mitzvahs, you might have to learn merit upon. Um, one could feel uncomfortable with this, but if you understand it in the way that, like, let's say someone's doing an Avera, and you, you, they're already, they're not your friend in Torah mitzvahs. There are people who often do Avera, so there, there might, might not be so much of a precedent, and much, much of a, like a, of a Havamina to learn merit upon them, because you know that they're doing the same, and they don't believe in the Torah. But someone is, a, is like a Tami Chacham, 
or a it's friend a given. of yours. You wouldn't have to be told. It's a that. given, yeah. But someone who's like someone who's like sometimes I'm uh, Someone who's like Amar, or someone who even knows uh, who, who does Torah mitzvot, and they're they're failing in one, uh, right. uh, failing at a certain moment. You could say that was a moment of weakness, or you could say maybe I misunderstood what was going on because they they have some sort of uh, I, I can assume that they they there's a possibility that they would still be doing Torah mitzvot. So it's like not so. Um, like exclusionary to people who aren't doing terms, so it just seems like it's, it's like a logical extension of who you would learn merit upon in this context. Okay. Rav Ula Breder Rav Eli, how will Adina come to Rav Nachman? Shalachle Rav Yosef Ula Ula Chavrina Amit Betarmitzos. Okay, this is like a funny story. Rav Ula, the son of Rav Eli. Okay, Rav Ula, he had a he had a judgment. He had to go in front of um, Rav Nachman. Okay, so Rav Nachman say, uh, Michael, you're Rav Nachman and you're you're Ula. Okay. Um, and you're Ula, and you're Rav Nachman. Um, you come in front of Rav Nachman, and I am Rav Yosef, okay? So you're, again, you're Rav Nachman, right? So I say, hey, Ula's coming over here tomorrow. Um, I want you to know something. Um, he's, he's, our, he's our friend in Torah Mitzvahs. So, so add in what the so is. We don't know what the so is, but like, you're, going, you're going to him to be judged by him, and I'm his friend. I say, yeah, this guy's a, a God-fearing person. So... What is that all about? You have to ask yourself, what are you doing? You're trying to make me sway the judgment in his favor? Like, what's happening? That's what you ask here. Amar lamai shalachli. Rav Nachman asked himself, why do you send that to me? The chanufile? I should show him favoritism? Like, why? So then, then, then he immediately, he, uh, he judged me. You judged me favorably. This is interesting. Mm-hmm. Immediately you judged me favorably. And you said, had amar lamishter betigre. Maybe lamishter uh, betigre, one answer. Or alami l'shidu b'dayne. So... One answer is that um, there's, a, there's a principle like this, that when a tamid chacham comes to court, you let them dispense of their business first. So that's also, you could say that's like still like, you know, so you're coming, uh, Ula's coming to, to your court, and, um, and there's an amar, it's just people who aren't as knowledgeable, you should take care of the tamid chacham first, maybe because they're serving the community, you have to give them, um, you have to enable them to kind of move in and out of court. But it's not because necessarily because of favoritism. Another one is that I'm telling you this, not to show favoritism, but if the ju- judgment does come to a place where all the proofs are, are um, all the proofs are no longer, um, they, they've been presented, and we still don't have a conclusion, in the end, in certain cases, the judgment falls on the judge. And the judge can judge the situation based on their own intuition or based on their assessment of the, of the reality. And so I'm telling you this, that he's a God-fearing Jew, Tar Mitzvot, so that if it comes doubt. to that case where you have to end up judging it on your own, um, that you would maybe take that information into account. Mm-hmm. It's like another piece of information. It's like um, friend of the court. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I don't know. In today's legal thing, yeah. you know, yeah, they have these amicus. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So Rashi brings, Rashi brings an example, like, let's say you have like a case where uh, you, you wrote on your property, um, someone wrote on their property, I wrote on my property, um, I'm giving my property when I, upon my death to Tuvia. And then, like, I, God forbid, you, know, you pass or whatever, and then, Tuvia, Tuvia comes by, and, and then another Tuvia comes by, another Tuvia comes by. I'm Tuvia. We don't have any. We don't have any indication who the Tuvia was. So, you're the judge. You can use your your own knowledge at that point. Shoot it down. You fall. Shoot it. Falls back on the Dion, and then you can say, uh, "Well, this 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 guy looks a little bit uh, shady. Uh, he has. I looked up his past uh, track record, and he he's been doing this for years now. So I can give it to this other Tuvia. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can, so that's that's a case of shoot it down. You. So, okay. That's kind of, again, it just goes on the idea of Amitecha Tarmitzvah. They brought it by the way. Okay, so now we're back to the topic of standing. Standing and sitting. Litigants, this is the topic of our, our litigant standing. Uh, standing and it's going to pair litigants and witnesses. No, 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 but 
Machloket, yeah. do we get there? Everybody agrees that they have to stand. Okay, this is actually this is this is actually the chart I tried to make, but I put the wrong name. So what was that machloket? We said litigants. So, okay. Ma- Everyone agrees that when they're standing, Beidim, Divea Kol right? So here we go. This is witnesses, they stand. They stand. According to Rabbi Huda and Rabbanan, right? When it comes to witnesses. That's what Ula taught us. Um, and now we see, Umar Ula, Bachuk Baidim, Baidim, Divea Kol Bamida. Dictiv, I'm Dushne Anashim. Okay, so it's simple to him that the Pasuk means that. Okay. Umar Abhuna, Bachuk Bishat Masam Matan. Um, Let's just fill in this chart here. Originally we thought these were all one thing. Litigants, we didn't distinguish between them. We said Rabbi Yehuda said that they can sit, they can sit, and Rabbi Nan says they have to stand. Now we're making a distinction. When it's during the judgment, the judgment reception of judgment, everyone agrees they have to stand, even Rabbi Yehuda. All right, that's what he says. That's what, that's what Rav Huna taught us here. Rav Huna says their machlokit is only in this case. We saw that machlokit in the Baita. It's during argument presentation. And the logic is like this. When you're presenting your arguments, it takes maybe take a while for you to present. You're sitting, you're standing, you know, you're, the, 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 the litigants are in court. But once you finally get, once you finally get the judgment, uh, the litigants finally get the judgment, they have to stand and receive the judgment. It's like more of a ceremonial thing. So that's why uh, they, they all agree that when they receive the judgment, then they have to stand. Their machloka really is in the interim when they're presenting. Their, it doesn't matter to me if you're standing or sitting. Then, but Rabbi Yehuda would still say, if the other person's, uh, if the other person's standing, you have to stand too. Right? So this, they believe you have to stand, nevertheless, the whole time. Rabbi Yehuda would say you could stand and sit, but they both have to do it at the same time. Right. Makes sense. Let's read this through again. Okay, so Moshe would shofet the am, and they would stand when he was being shofet them. So that was talking about the very end when he's giving the gzardin, not when they were they were giving their their claim, the, presenting their arguments. Another source for that would be Machloka Bishama Samatam, but Bishat Gmardin, Divera called Daini Bishadamida, Da Edim Kigmardin Damu, Uktibu, Vamdushanishim. So when Edim, they stand right before they leave the, the court, right? They give their judgment and they leave. So we can learn from that that right when the Baladinu are about to leave, they have to stand because that's like they're at the main part, the crux of what they're there, they're there for. So we can learn from Edim, just say Edim have to stand, so do Baladim have to stand at the end. So. This really has like an A B in here. I need to put that in. Put that in again. Um, okay. Here's the case. The wife. Then we're gonna, now we're talking about standing, right? Standing before Bali Dini. So there's going to be a, an interesting case here where the wife of Rafuna passed away, 
and his wife came to court, he, she was a baldin, she was a litigant. And now, we said, that, that we said, we said always that the, the judges have to sit and the litigants have to stand, right? But he has a problem here. She's a Tami Chacham, a Tami Chacham's wife. And so, you have to stand in front of Tami Chacham's wife. So how is he supposed to maneuver here? Judges are supposed to sit, the litigants are supposed to stand. On the other hand, he wants to stand before her because she's a Tami Chacham's wife. So how is he supposed to maneuver? So, uh, let's see what they say here. Um, the B2, the wife of Rav Huna, Havale Dina Kamei Rav Nachman. Okay. Amar, he says, how, well, how am I going to deal? If I can't stand up before her, then I'm going to, to Mistatman Tanate the Baldina. The other litigant is going to feel like they're going to, they're going to feel uh, unappreciated or devalued, and, and I'll, be, I'll shut down their, their whole argument. So I can't stand in front of one person. Um, on the other hand, um, the wife of a chaver is like a chaver, so I have to stand in front of her. So what was the answer? He told his uh, he told his attendant, uh, take a goose and like you know, kind of throw it, push it my direction, and I'll stand in front of it, uh, uh, and I'll get up. And so that was his solution. So I can't stand I can't stand in front of her because it'll make I have to stand in front of her. But I can't stand because it'll make the other person look, make the other litigant feel uh, it'll be seem like favorite to the other litigant, and they'll like shut down their whole their whole process. So. Uh, he, he had a trick. He said, I'm going to stand up, but I'll do it in a way the other litigant won't feel like I'm disrespecting them uh, or, or devaluing them. Uh, uh, so throw, bring a goose, bring it in the court or whatever. I guess in the court. <coughs> I don't know where they are. And I'll stand in front, because the goose will start on me. I'll stand and I'll get, get both at the same time. So it'll seem accidental, but it'll yeah. really... Yeah. So it's interesting here. You see the standing isn't necessarily for the person who comes in. It's for right. you right. and how you view Chachamim. This is interesting, yeah. right? Uh, um, I know. Well, so I think it was Tosos or someone. I saw someone say that that she, yeah, Tosos brings up. It's possible that she knew too that he was getting up in front of her. So she knew. The litigant didn't know. So according to that, it is also for the. Mm. It's not so clear with Tosos. It goes back and forth on that. So, all right. So okay. So Rav Huna, Rav Huna says, but then they bring a kasha on this. Rav Huna. So that was, that was Rav Huna's. Uh, that was Rav Huna's solution. Uh, so, sorry. Rav, okay. So Rav Huna said, Machloke, uh, sorry. Rav Huna taught us something. This is Rav Huna's wife. So, by the way, Rav Huna himself taught us something. He says, There's no way that you can get up. You have to sit down the whole time during, during this case. So, there's no way, meaning... There's no flexibility, so how do you how do you get around it? The Yativ so so how did he get up nonetheless when, when this goose came in? He's not allowed to get up. It says the Yativ Misane. He got up in a way that looked like he was kind of like um, got up only a little bit, kind of like this, like you know when someone's fixing their shoe. That was the amount that he got up. So it still was sitting, but it still was standing. So it wasn't so. The the it's the Misane. It's like he sat like somebody was was like. Uh, Undoing their, untying their shoe. So when he stood up, so when they were, this is the case, uh, it's interesting, ish ploni, so it's talking about in general. How do you do this in general? Let's say you have a Tami Chacham that comes and you have to give some sort of kavod, so um, at the Xar at the, at the you say, you're Chayav and you're, uh, you're Chayav and you're Patur, and they're, they're heading out, and so you, you do like a, a, like a sign of respect, but you don't do it in a way that you're standing. So it's like, 
like this, something like that. So it's not too too much. But it's, if, if you're like you're giving the gzardin and you're standing up, you're saying uh, for this person, not for that person, that looks unfair. Uh, it kind of sl- it kind of shuts the other person down. So okay. So it's something, but it could seem yeah. It's something. Yeah. You know, to it's other I don't know. If, I don't know if these are two things. Like, why, if he could do that, why didn't they just do that and not bring the goose? Right. Yeah. So I saw. I think I saw someone. I think it was Rossi or someone would say like, this is this is a general guideline. This this shoe thing. This how this is a general guideline because this is it isn't talking about it's not talking about the woman anymore. It's talking about hayav ish hayav ish hatoris. So it's like a general guideline. You do that shoe thing, but that was his. It was that was Rav Nachman's solution, which is bring the goose or whatever. So. Um, Amar, okay, so here we're going to have three teachings from Rabbi Bar, Barhuna. Amar Rabbi Barhuna. Haitum Rabbanan, Amar, it's the Ilehu, Ilehu, Dina, Bahadi Dine, Hada Hada Day, Motvina, Latsurba, Rabbanan, Amar, it's Nami Amrina, Leitiv. Vikai, Leit Lamba. So if uh, Tamichacham if, uh, and Amar, it's coming to ju- judgment together, we sit down, we sit down the Tamichacham. The Amar, it's, we, we, and afterwards you say the Amar, it's, you can also sit. The Amaretz gets up, um, then Ikai late Lamba. We don't make a big deal out of it. So there's a certain um, certain kavod that you get to Tamichacham. Uh, in this case, we tell them to sit first. Okay. Rav Bar Shravia Havale Dina Kameda Rav Papa Othiva Othiv Nami Lebaldine. So he sat down both of them, even though um, uh, Rav Bar Shravia he was a Tamichacham Ateshlicha Debeidina. So the base the the the, the uh, the plaintiff, the what is it? The plaintiff, I think, over here. The, the bailiff, sorry, the bailiff, the shaliach of the basin, came to the. I mean, ours. He said, "Get up." So, so Tamichacham and Amaretz came into the into the into the basin, and the the uh, the bailiff came and kind of kicked the Amaretz. Said, "What are you doing, sitting down? You, you're not you're not a Tamichacham." And uh, and Rav Papa, uh, Amarle Rav Papa, and the Rav Papa said. Um, Papa didn't tell the, the, the other, the Amaretz, to sit down. And asking, how did he do that? You could have shut the, that'd be, that'd be shutting down the other, the Amaretz. And Amar, uh, so what's the answer? Amar Papa, Meimar Amar, Ihu Ha Amar Ihu Ha Shlicha, Hulo So they'll say, it wasn't Rav Papa. That was uh, shutting me down. It was this, this, this uh, the bailiff here that was doing it, and so therefore um, he didn't have to worry about that. Um, okay, here's these kind of just Amar Rav Bar Rav Huna, High Term Rav Rav Amar Tzilu Dina Bahade Hadade, Lolikdom Tzibur Rav Rav Leiti Mishum Demichsi Kemanda Sader Leidina. So if the Tamichacham comes in before the, the Amar to the, if the so Tamichacham should be set. You should ask Tamichacham to sit down, sit down to some extent. Um, Mm, but it's interesting, right? Because we're all talking about they both have to stand to some extent. But I don't know. So I think there's an exception for Tommy Chacham. And if Tommy Chacham is sitting down, he should shouldn't sit down before the other the other uh, litigant comes in. Because so that looks like he's whispering to the to the to the judge about you know what, what the case should be. Um, it shouldn't come in first and sit down. It looks like someone who's Who's like Misader le Ladine? He looks like he's like dealing, making like uh, sneaky, uh, like um, shady, uh, you know, uh, having shady discussions about the, the outcome of the din. But but that's not the case. 
it's only the case if they're not chavrutas. If they, if they do study together sometimes, you, you could assume that maybe they're talking and studying and he can go in earlier. Which is like interesting, right? You're going, to, you're going to get judged by your friend who you usually learn with. And in this case, you can go in and sit with them and talk earlier. I don't know. Alright, let's keep let's just like run through this next one here. Um so the people will say on the outside, they're learning, they're not talking about the, the case. a third teaching. if he knows judgment. So this Tamikacham knows judgment, but to go into this this base din is 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 not is not to his kavod. It's uh, it's just like the uh, this is the Rav Harashi, and they invited him to talk about uh, talk about a case that someone stole a pack of bubble gum. So it's not it's not his uh, it's not his uh, it, he's it, that that testimony. We've moved to the topic of Balei Dinim testimony now. It's not it's below his dignity. Um, he doesn't have to go. And so there's a case like this. I also learned this. If you found a sack or kupa, so you have a, whenever you find a lost item, you have to return it. But Tamichacham finds if you have a taravar, the head of rabbi of Israel goes and he finds in the ground, he finds that someone lost a sock. So he doesn't have to pick up the sock and carry it all around town to bring it back home. He isn't obligated to do that because that's be- below his dignity. And if he wouldn't have done it for himself, if he lost something, and walked around with it, he doesn't have to do it for somebody else. That's like the principle. So you have an idea. There's certain certain. Um, Dignity of Tamichacham that they don't have to they don't have to go against that dignity for the case of going as a witness or the case of going to pick up a lost item. So they say Hani um, Milia, but but that they're, they're going to qualify that. That's talking about in court cases of mamon of monetary cases, but court case of isura, if it's dealing with the with the you know uh, uh, they have to come to court for cases of isur, of death or you know uh, or uh, he knows that this this person's husband is still alive. Um, and so the wife would still would not be able to would not become an aguna or whatever. He, he has to come, even if it's below his dignity. There's no there's no tuna, No matter how smart you are, can't go against the shem. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we'll stop there.